Hello, everyone. Welcome to Screen Scream on Viola. This is the last episode before Lunar New Year, so we're not going to talk about actual new movies. We're going to talk about movies that have been released in the U.S. for a long time and classic re-released. And of course, at Top Double O Seven, we're going to go through all the movies on the chart to let you know what movies to be picked this weekend. So without further ado, let's listen to the first new movie we're going to talk about today. Anyone but you. In the aftermath of a captivating first encounter, B and Ben discover that their initial fiery passion has inexplicably dwindled to frosty misunderstanding. However, fate intervenes. Thrown together again at a dreamy Australian wedding, they opt for a charade of coupledom. The sparks reignite amid the sun-kissed scenery, forcing them to confront their true feelings and embrace a second chance at love. Nothing small about me. What the? That's the jerk movie got with when she was on a break from John. The first new movie we're going to talk about today is Anyone But You. It's only going to be released in Taiwan this weekend, but it was released in the U.S. for I don't know three or four weeks ago. So it has been a long time since people in North America have been watching this movies and they've been loving it. So today I'm going to talk about it. It's directed by director Will Gluck, who also directed Easy A and Friends with Benefits. So you can see that the director is very good at. This kind of sexual comedy and stars Glenn Powell. He's famous for his role in Top Gun Maverick recently, and the leading actress is Sydney Sweeney. She played in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Otherwise, she's most famous for TV series, just like the director's previous work, Friends with Benefits. Anyone but you also discusses the question that. If I have sex with you, does that mean I love you? Maybe that's not a guarantee. But in the story of anyone but you, we're going to see who's going to fall for the other person first. In the trailer, we can see that Sydney Sweeney isn't shy of showing her beautiful body figure, and also Glenn Powell, who has a very masculine body, also shows his muscles. Sydney Sweeney is known for Everything Sucks, a TV series, and Glenn Powell, as I mentioned, is known for Top Gun Maverick. Actually, their passionate interactions is not only in Australia when they filmed Anyone But You. They even carried this emotion to the promotional event in Las Vegas. It seemed that they didn't really care how people look at them, and their unusual body contacts, and their joking with each other, made all the media guess whether they're really dating or not. But you know, this kind of propaganda promoting a movie with the screen couples is a common, it's a norm. So we don't know whether it's true or not. But Glenn Powell did say that he really likes the nickname Sydney Sweeney gave him, which is Top Gun. Although, of course, this is related to his most famous movie, but it also has 
a little bit sexual implication, maybe. And Glenn Powell said that he loves when Sydney Sweeney calls him that. Well, let's just look at it as a gossip material, but don't take it seriously. And we will see how it will happen after the movie is out of the theater. And now let's move on to the second new movie we're going to talk about today, The Pianist. Filmmaker Roman Polanski, who as a boy growing up in、This、Poland watched while the Nazis devastated his country during World War II, directed this downbeat drama based on the story of a privileged musician who spent five years struggling against the Nazi occupation of Warsaw. Willard Slow Spielman is a gifted a classical pianist born to a wealthy Jewish, Jewish family in Poland. The Spielmans have a large and comfortable flat in Warsaw, which Willard Slow shares with his mother and father, his sisters Helena and Regina, and his brother Henry. While Willard Slow and his family are aware of the looming presence of German forces and Hitler's designs on Poland. They're convinced that the Nazis are a menace which will pass, and that England and France will step forward to aid Poland in the event of a real crisis. Wladyslaw's naivete is shattered when a German bomb rips through a radio studio while he performs a recital for broadcast. During the early stages of the Nazi occupation, as a respected artist, he still imagines himself above the danger. Using his pool to obtain employment papers for his father and lending a supposedly safe job playing piano in a restaurant, but as the German grip tightens upon Poland, Wladyslaw and his family are selected for deportation to a Nazi concentration camp. Refusing to face a certain death, Wladyslaw goes into hiding in a comfortable apartment provided by a friend. However, when his benefactor goes missing. Wladyslaw is left to fend for himself, and he spends the next several years dashing from one abandoned home to another, desperate to avoid capture by German occupation troops. I want to help. I want to do something. Don't let them get you alive. The second new movie we're going to talk about today is definitely a classic, *The Pianist*. It ranks number thirty-three on my all-time list. Number thirty-three may sound not so good, but you know it's among all the movies I've seen. I think it's the thirty-third best movie I've ever seen. I think the introduction we just heard is very detailed, but basically the story is about how a revenge movement plan of a small group of Jews would cause the whole community bombing and killing. So as we heard lastly in the introduction, Wladyslaw Spielman has to hide during the day and comes out during the night. He has to hide in the middle of ceilings, and every time is like month. Actually, he gets caught eventually. I think it's not a spoiler. I mean, it's a classic. Everyone and it's based on true story, so everyone knows what happens. So when the soldier finds him, the soldier knows that he was a pianist before. So after listening to Wladyslaw's performance, the soldier not only doesn't want to kill him, but also helps him. And after Germany lost the war. And Nazis left Poland. 
Well, Ladislao Spielman actually performed more than two thousand five hundred performances. He won numerous world awards and passed away on July six, two thousand, when he was eighty eight years old. The pianist, the movie. Won the best director, the best actor in a leading role, and best adapted screenplay at the 2003 Oscar Awards. As I mentioned, it's based on the true story. According to the true story of Polish musician Wladyslo Spilman during World War II, and actually is directed by a very controversial Polish director Roman Polanski. This is also the first movie he filmed in Poland after forty years of leaving his own country. So the pianist really is a meaningful movie. If you haven't seen it, you can grab this chance to watch at the theater since it's re-released in Taiwan. Before we move on to Top Double O Seven, let's review what we had from last week first. We had three top threes: Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Mean Girls and Spy Family Code White. Top two was Wonka, and top one, The Beekeeper. Actually, there aren't many new faces on the chart this week. They just change positions. But still, we have to listen to top seven to top four. Top five, anyone but you. It's going, stranger. What's going on over there? They dated. She crushed his heart. That man does not have a heart. No way. Alright, we still only have three movies from top seven to top four this week, so we can tell that it's still crowded from top three to top one. But anyway, let's go through all of them here. We have two top fives. Anyone but you. It's on charts because it has been released in the U.S. for a while, and people love it. So I have to say, if you like this kind of romance comedy. You probably will like anyone but you. It's not that kind of movie that's super great, but you won't be disappointed. Besides, the protagonists are good-looking, and that's the point of a romance comedy, right? Second, Princess Mononoke. I think it's really amazing that it has been on the chart for so long. I mean, it's not only a classic re-release, but also the fact that. It's only released in Taiwan. It's really amazing that it can stay on the chart. So if you haven't seen Princess Mononoke and you really want to watch it, since it's also another movie of director Miyazaki Hayao, it's about environmental friendly and how our relationship with nature is. Last but not least, I did it my way. This is a Hong Kong movie. I wouldn't say it's good, but you, if you like Andy Lau, you probably would enjoy I Did It My Way, and that's how I enjoyed this movie. Of course, there are some funny scenes in the movie that you would say what, and you don't believe this is、uh, a true scene that they put in the movie. 
but you can still give it a laugh and just enjoy the other plots. I would say if you love the old style of Hong Kong movies, you probably will like I Did It My Way, but just don't have high expectations. And now it's time for the last part of the show, top three to top one. Top three, Aquaman and the oh, Lost yeah. Kingdom. I finally got a job. I'm the king of the Wonka. I'm making chocolate, of course. How do you like it? Dark, white, nutty, absolutely insane. Top two, Mean Girls. Move. Hey, PG-13, please. Spy Family, Cold One. Top one, The Beekeeper. One, two, three. Indeed, it's very crowded, but let's go through all of them. First, Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom. It has been on the chart for a while, and although it's not as critically acclaimed as the first one, I think many fans still want to watch Aquaman so that it's still on the chart. I know some people are already tired of superhero movies, but apparently Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom is still pretty popular, so if you haven't seen it and you want to see, maybe it's still a good choice. Second, Wonka. Wonka is very good. I mean, among all these movies on the chart, it's one of the best. And it has been on the chart for a while as well. And if you've seen the old version of Johnny Depp, you will probably want to watch this one. Wonka is kind of like the prequel to The Chocolate Factory, but it's still a little bit different. And Wonka is just like a musical. They sing a lot of songs in it, so if you love musical, you probably would enjoy Wonka. Top two, Mean Girls. I found it very interesting that it's not going to be released in Taiwan. I don't know why. Maybe the publishers think that Taiwanese don't like young adult movie. I don't know, but apparently Mean Girls is a reboot of the old one with Lindsay Lohan, but of course probably with a lot of new generation ideas because kids nowadays they bring phones to school all the time. So what we saw in Mean Girls before might not happen now. So that's probably the reason why they make a new one. Spy Family Code White. As I mentioned last year, I think it's really interesting that no characters in the movie ever mentioned Code White. But you can imagine, maybe it's because the characters go to somewhere that's snow-capped, and that's the reason why they call it Cold White. But actually, the proper name has never been mentioned in the movie at all. Last but not least, the Beekeeper. The Beekeeper is not critically acclaimed, but it's not criticized either, and people love it. Maybe because it's something new. I don't know if there are other action movies that use beekeeper as a theme. I mean, as the occupation of the protagonist. So I think it's a really creative combination. I guess after watching the movie, we get to know more about the beekeeper a little bit. And there aren't many action movies recently, so. If you're looking forward to an action movie, maybe Beekeeper is a good choice. 
And that's all the time we have today. Since it's Lunar New Year, I'm not sure if the show will be on time, but I will try my best. And I will see you next time. Bye bye.